This is episode 192 and I'm talking to Daria, ex-marketing expert at Canva, all about what we need to have in our marketing and what we might be missing in our marketing that will help us sell our product or service. Welcome to the Content Queen podcast. I'm your host, Mariah, entrepreneur, storyteller, digital nomad, creator of Content Bootcamp, founder of Content Queen and a Travelers.co. I'm here to teach you how to share your unique story, create content and market your business with strategy through the channels that work for you. Each week, I will deliver you a powerful strategy around marketing, business and content creation. I'll also be joined by amazing souls and entrepreneurs who are here to share their own journey along with actual steps to help you take your business to a whole new level through amazing storytelling, powerful aligned marketing and content strategy. Let's do it. Hello gang. How are you? Coming from Austria. I feel like it's a new week as always a new podcast location. So welcome. Welcome to the beautiful Austria, to the beautiful Salzburg. The hills are definitely alive. I think this place is absolutely incredible. Very underrated. Very beautiful. Austria is absolutely phenomenal. Like, I rate it a lot. Um, yeah, and this is the home of Santa Music, so I am a big fan of Santa Music. That is a fun fact about me. Watched it a lot as a child. Went to three of the stage shows uh, with my mum, or musicals, should I say, and have watched it a lot recent the last time we watched it was with Mitch and uh, he didn't realize it went for that long he reckons that we didn't prepare him psychologically for how long that movie is but yeah did my own little mini sound of music tour that's good uh, good times if you do end up going I did see there's a bike tour looks like a vibe so recommend you do that but before we get into this amazing podcast episode which is just so like thought-provoking I want to let you know we have a podcast sponsor. It's Content Bootcamp. That is our signature program, which is designed to help small business owners and entrepreneurs like yourself create an aligned content marketing strategy. Now, if you're unsure why you actually need one, content marketing strategies, if you don't have a content marketing strategy for your content, you're probably not marketing. You're probably just content creating, which is the act, which content marketing is the strategy, the strategic part, the actual marketing. It's designed to help you create intention with your content, which will create conversion and connection with your audience. And plus, it's like a massive time saver when you've got a proper strategy. It's how I've been able to travel a lot and serve my clients from strategy and them having a strategy that we've worked on and myself included. And it's just eliminating the hamster wheel, the burnout, all the things. So check out Content Bootcamp via the link in show notes. All right, so Daria is an entrepreneur and marketing leader who has been slaying the tech industry of Silicon Valley for the last decade. She was a leading marketing operations at Canva, held the position of chief marketing officer in a few startups, ran social projects in a partnership with the United Nations. She now runs her own marketing agency for spiritual teachers and coaches. Her mission is to help change makers to spread their knowledge and maximize their impact on the world. While they focus on what they do best, helping others, Daria and her team excel at their part, handling all things marketing and sales. Daria and her team help experts to create the offers that will attract the right clients, launch courses that will become 
a great source of passive income and monetize even small Instagram profiles with zero marketing investments. You're going to love this. You're going to love the framework. Let's just hear from Daria and come back and have a little regroup. Welcome, Daria, to the podcast. I'm very excited to have you on since we've chatted a lot about what you're doing and I'm excited to share. But first, can you tell everyone a little bit more about who you are and what you do? Yeah, thank you. I'm very excited to be here as well. Um, So yeah, a little intro. I'm a marketer. I used to work in marketing for the past 10 years for many big tech companies. Uh, For example, I was leading marketing operations uh, in one of the departments at Canva, the graphic design app, like one of the most favorite products of many people who work in uh, online marketing. yeah, so I used to work there. I was responsible for social media, for working with influencers, for different content stuff. Uh, after this, I was also joining as chief marketing officer a couple of startups. I was leading marketing operations there. So in general, like I was having a very like successful corporate career, career like climbing the corporate ladder. And I had a great money. I had a great team, great products. But um, in some part of time, I realized that something was kind of off. So I was feeling like constant burnout. I was feeling tired. And even though like the work that I was doing, I really loved marketing. I just felt that something is not going really right. And I was kind of feeling that I'm lacking some mission and some, I don't know, like vision in my work, some impact at my work. But besides this, outside of my main work, I was also into many different practices for many years as well. Like lots of different them, like yoga, meditation, human design, astrology, tantra. So like I tried lots of different stuff. And these tools, they really changed my life. They really helped me a lot. And like after I started to thinking about like to leave my corporate job and to maybe start something myself, I started to think like, what can I actually do? Like, how can I actually help to the world and like to give something back to the world? And I realized that I see on the market many different, like great teachers, great experts who had amazing products, they have amazing services. But in the same time, like being a great expert in your niche is not always correlating with being great at marketing. And that I always, like I see in many cases that people are sharing like great gifts, but they are just not finding the right audience. They don't know how to position it right, how to find like the right offer. And I realized that it's something that I really want to change because I think that all people like in the world, they deserve to have access to these different tools. And I would like to help these teachers, these experts uh, to do, to help them to do what they are best at, uh, to basically sharing the gift, helping people while me and like my, my team, my people can actually handle the rest, handle the marketing and sales. And so with this thought, I created my own marketing agency that focuses on spiritual teachers, on coaches, and currently we're helping them to, like, we're co-creating together, like, more than helping, uh, co-creating together different uh, products. It could be uh, course launches, it could be, like, uh, some offers, one-to-one consultations, events, masterminds. Um, So we are co-creating these products, and we are launching them together on the market. I love it. And I love how you combine these, like, two passions of yours, you know, so far from each other, like one being very masculine, one being very feminine, and you've brought these together to create an offering that really lights you up because you're working with people that you love and you're doing something that you love. And um, I'm sure we're all going to benefit from your knowledge at Canva today. I'm very excited to hear about what you have to share with this framework and, and how you're working with other people. And so you gave a little bit of an insight into your origin story, but is there anything else in your story? Like, you know, how did you get to where you are in the marketing space? What got you into marketing? I'd love to know a little bit more about your story. 
Mm-hmm. So I think in general, like I was into marketing for um, many years. Uh, I was studying in uh, I was studying journalism uh, back in my students' years. So I was always like from a childhood, you know, I was on into this like storytelling, creating stories. I when I was like five, six years old, I wanted to be a writer. So I was always about this like kind of creating the stories, thinking about like new ideas. I was very creative. And yeah, I finished my bachelor degree in journalism, but I knew that there is something like, I don't really want to pursue this kind of career, but I really like this part of like creative part about like uh, coming up with ideas, coming up with stories. And I was also, I think I was very like, in general, a very passionate person. And if I like some products, I was always like, was helping people to attract, to bring a new audience, to speak about the, these products with passion. And some point of time, I realized, okay, it's nice. Like I can combine these two passions of mine, just like creating stories and helping people and to start to work in marketing. And that's how like naturally started. I was working as a PR manager in one agency and then just went, went higher and higher. I love it. We are so aligned. You know, I know we talked about this when we caught up, like both yeah, did the journalism that. thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> writers I love it and I love bringing on people on the show that you know we're just very civil our energies match so well so I absolutely love it so now let's talk about uh the audience these coaches and teachers that are just yeah as just because we start our businesses not to be marketers and then all of a sudden we have to become these marketing gurus and it's just very very difficult for a lot of business owners so what is the most important thing when it comes to marketing products for these coaches and teachers Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think um, there is one thing, like many people, they think that one of the most important things, it's maybe like the, like we're talking about social, it's number of followers, maybe like the marketing budget that you have. Uh, so yeah, there are like these common misconceptions. But meanwhile, what is actually important, and I would say one maybe like core thing is really important, it's the messages that you put out there to your audience. So it doesn't really matter like what kind of channels do you use, what like it does matter, of course, in a way, but it's all secondary, like the uh, the channels that you use, the offers that you're using. The most important thing is the messages that you are sharing. So what is the message in general? It's the first one is like how you communicate about your product, how you share, like how you speak about this. What testimonials do you share? Like uh, so basically, like what is your product about? And I think also it's important to note what his message is not about, uh, because many people, like especially in the spiritual sphere, they have this fear, like, okay, I'm afraid to be too pushy, like, okay, I have like my product, I have my services, but I don't really want to like push people to buy. I don't want to come up as someone who's been too salesy or whatever. And yeah, that's exactly the thing that message is not. It's not about trying to sell to, to people that don't need your product, some like useless product. It's not about this. It's not about lying to people. It's not about like putting some false information. It's actually about being authentically yourself and sharing your gifts, sharing your story with people, but just in the way that it will resonate with them and they will actually consider your services and your products uh, just to buy them to change their lives, basically. Mm. So yeah, I would oh my God. Important one. I love that because it's so true. It's not necessarily you have to be on this platform. You have to be on that platform. It's you have to get your message right. Like honestly, that is you know a, such a big takeaway from this episode because I know I had a conversation with an entrepreneur yesterday, and they're like, you know what it is? It's my messaging. I just feel like that's my downfall. And it doesn't matter if you've got so many followers on certain channels if you're not getting the right message. And that's why a lot of people with big followers struggle with their conversion rate, I imagine, because their messaging exactly. isn't right. So is there a way we can check 
if we are communicating the right message to our audience. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, but also like I wanted to add to your previous comment that I was just actually just checking the Instagram and I was reading like one post from one like social media guru and she was telling about like how she gained so many followers, like 2000 followers maybe in a month. And she was talking about, yeah, like there are so many information on there in the market. You have to post, you have to post uh, every day, you have to post like twice a day. And I'm looking at this and yes, this is kind of like, it might be a good strategy from the side of algorithms of Instagram and it might be even a working one. But meanwhile, like we always need to consider like, what are we doing? Like, are we writing like the sprint to like, to have this like 30 days challenge and to post twice a day and they absolutely die in the this sprint or you're actually writing a marathon and you are actually trying to present yourself again, as I said, authentically and to like consistently um, acquire the right clients. And this is where the messages are actually helping. So it's the mm. instrument where you don't need to put like, not the, you don't need to post even every day. You just need to be very consistent with your messages. You need to be consistent with your channels. And in this way, like the right amount of clients, they will be coming anyways, if you're doing this right. Um, so yeah, about the instrument that you said, like, is it possible, how is it possible to check um, I put in route the right messages. It's actually super easy. You can just look at uh, the last piece of content that you created. It could be some stories. It could be posts, reels, uh, newsletter, whatever. And just check how many responses, how many questions about your product did you get after this? Or like how many sales would be the best way, but even like questions about the prices, about like the conditions of the services. And that would be the best, like the best test, the best diagnostics. You will know like how actually how your content, how well your content is aligned with your services and your offers. And now I know that many people will have like concerns. Okay, for example, like I'm posting on Instagram and I was posting just some, I don't know, story about like the party, about like some kind of like personal, personal stuff. Like why should, uh, like why should these kind of stories, they should bring me, like should they bring me any sales? They should bring me any questions? And the answer is that ideal, yes, because like any story that you're sharing, like any personal story that you're sharing, it's connected to you. It's connected to your life that is influenced by the instruments that you use. So it means that any story that you're sharing, you can actually connect uh, to your services. And again, not in the sales way, but you can just uh, tell, talk about this, like how it's actually, uh, you can show, showcase yourself, show yourself as an expert. And in this way, uh, each piece of content can generate you new, at least maybe not sales, but leads people who are actually interested in your services. They're interested in you as an expert. So, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I love that. Actually, I'm thinking I got a response today to an email that I did. And it's like, and when you get those responses or when you get people asking questions or even just saying, oh my God, I needed that reminder today, or I needed that you know that you're on that right track. And even mm-hmm. I had an interesting conversation with a product-based business that was like, okay, well, I know I need to create more like top of funnel, engaging, shareable content, but how do I do that as a product-based business? And I was like, mm-hmm. you don't have to go like, you know, you don't always have to ask people to buy your product. You create stuff with maybe your product in the background, like think product placement, you know, old school product placement or, you know, utilizing fun content and just like, putting your product in it in some way is like a great way to do this. And I think a lot of us miss that mark too, when we're creating content, it's like with that messaging or with that, we just like, we kind of don't track that or look at that and just like keep creating, creating, creating. And that's where measurement's really important, right? So how can the listeners implement this into their work? How can we start, you know, creating this content that I guess is is going to engage with our, our audience, with our messaging? Mm-hmm. 
So there are many different ways, but one of the frameworks that I'm using with my clients, and I see like it's a very effective instrument, uh, it's called a content matrix. And basically it's like framework that help you to create your own messages and to understand like which message, which kind of content should you piece in, uh, should you place in different channels. And what is like really great about this framework that it doesn't really matter what kind of product do you sell. It could be like, again, it could be the course, it could be just consultations, it could be even like honestly even some physical product. But the idea is just is just same for everything. So um, there are four main blocks in this matrix. Uh, basically, the content blocks that you need to cover in all pieces of contents uh, that you are sharing. So the first block uh, that you need to cover is you have to show uh, the gap to the people. You have to highlight what they're actually missing and the life and like, yeah, basically you need to show them their problems. And again, it's very important that I see like many people that are doing this kind of mistakes, for example, like, um, I don't know, like some teachers who are selling, let's say, meditations or like some like science based product. And what they're doing in this case, they are show, like they're thinking that they're showing the gap because they are sharing some statistics, for example, like, OK, the meditation, they help like to improve you like this kind of like part of your brain. They do this, they do that. But it's not something that actually resonates with an audience because like, okay, statistics is amazing, but you actually like in this part showing the gap, you can, you should actually show to people what is the thing that they're actually missing in their life. So going back to the meditation example, let's say like this is a teacher, like one of the clients that I was working with is a teacher who's selling their mindfulness meditations. So what could be done in this case? Uh, how can you show the gap? You can, for example, like share the story. It could be the personal story of this teacher. It could be like the story of another person, just like some case. Uh, for example, like just just explain like, OK, imagine that you are stuck in the traffic jam. Uh, you are super late for the meeting, for a very important meeting. You like see that you will know way that you will make it on time the traffic jam is huge and you what like what you feel in this moment you feel stressed you feel nervous or feel, of course like lots of emotions are coming up and many people will resonate with this idea because this is something that will like traffic jams are happening in many people's life and in general this like stressful station when you have lots of emotions and you don't know what to do with them it's something that happens with us in everyday life and this is really like kind of the trigger that will catch attention of people and show, okay, like this is something that is like, I'm interested in the story. So what's going to follow next? So this is the first block. The second block, if you're talking about this example, would be um, to show their idea, to sell the idea. And now it's important to note in this case that in this stage, like showing the gap and selling the idea, you are not selling anything. You are just basically showing to people the stories that are resonating with them. And in this case of selling the idea, yes, you highlight, okay, this is the problem that you have. Uh, this is the problem that people have. And how can you actually solve it? Again, going back to the traffic jam station, uh, the mindfulness teacher, they can share their own like practices. Okay, so like you're putting back the attention into your body. You can feel like you are becoming grounded. You're like starting to breathe, maybe to share some briefing exercises. And they are sharing the outcome that they're actually getting in the end, like changing the perspective, like canceling, for example, the meeting or putting to another time and just like accepting the reality the way it is and just like stop, like, you know, uh, thinking like uh, about you know, this stressful situation and actually coming back to themselves. And this is how you sell the idea. You show, OK, this is a problem. This is a problem that you can resonate with. This is a solution that can everybody use in their life. And in this moment, people, they're starting to actually they're getting triggered. They're getting interested. OK, so this is something that I can resonate. With. It's something that can happen in my life. 
And then comes the next stage, uh, the third block, it's selling the expert. So basically you in this stage, you are showing your expertise, you are telling to people who you are, like, why did you actually share this story? Uh, how can you help them? Like, it could be, again, it depends on the audience. For some people, it would be more like from the science base, like you have to like show your, I don't know, diplomas, like what you've been doing. For some people, it would be better to share the cases, like how many years it's been in the industry. But basically, you're showing like you are the person who can actually, who worked with these problems and who can actually solve this problem. And then on the, on the fourth stage, uh, in the fourth content pillar, you're actually selling the product. Now, after like people got interested, like they saw the problem, they resonated with solution, they saw who you are, and in this case, they're already like they're ready to they trust in you, they're ready to buy something from you. And in this case, you mentioned, okay, so here is my product, here is my consultations, here is my course. Uh, if you wanna actually that you have these problems, you wanna solve them, um, come to me, and we're gonna work together. And this is just one example, uh, like one mini story, uh, but basically, like you can. Um, it's not one-time solution. All these four blogs, they have to be in your content strategy. And when I'm talking about the content strategy, it's I'm talking about all the channels. So it's not about on the Instagram, it's about newsletters, it's about like TikTok, YouTube, whatever channels you are using. And yeah, the framework that I use, it's a content matrix where you have like all these four blocks and you have different channels. It can could be like Instagram Reels, posts, uh, highlights. It could be even live streams or like podcasts that you're presenting in uh, because it's also like the piece of like it's content where actually like you are providing to your audience. And you're starting to brainstorm looking at this framework. Okay, so like... Um, it, which piece of content should I place a certain trigger? Like, which story should I share? Um, and like this, you understand like how to present yourself actually, firstly, authentically, because you are sharing your stories. You are not like, you are not trying to come up something. You're just speaking about your life. But also in the way that you're actually presenting your services and people are getting interested and they're interested in how to change their own lives. I love it. This framework sounds amazing. And uh, I think it's super helpful for people to see, you know, and this is like that customer journey, right? Taking them from their their ideal life or their not so ideal life and then taking mm -hmm. them on this journey into how they can resolve, you know, that pain point or that problem. But that's just a really beautiful way. And I love the story and the analogy of like the meditation and taking people through that because it helps us visualize how we can implement this. So I guess, um, you know, there are a lot of mistakes that we can make when we're marketing our business and creating content. What have you seen to be these main mistakes that people mm -hmm. are making when they're marketing their business and creating content? Mm -hmm. I think one of the main mistakes that I see is that people um, sometimes they don't they don't really include all the four blocks in the content strategy in general, like in marketing. Uh, and they like, oh, they include all four of them, but they don't really like highlight each one of them properly. And yeah, because like, for example, like each one of them is super important. For example, like if you are not, if you're missing the first step, if you're missing the show on the gap and you're starting with the solution, people, okay, that could be interested in the product. It could be interested in the solution. No, that's a, that's a cool meditation. That's a cool person. Uh, this product will be definitely useful for someone else, but they don't really resonate because they don't see the problem. They don't, even if they have this problem, if they haven't read about this, if they haven't like felt all the feelings, they will not resonate with this. So like in this case, you're missing some sales.
Uh, if you are missing, for example, the part about selling the expert part, uh, people may might resonate with your story. They will feel, okay, this is like, I totally can feel this. I have these problems. This is an amazing solution. Um, I will go on to look for some uh, mindfulness teachers who can help me to solve this problem because they don't see the expert as they don't see you as someone who can actually teach them, uh, someone who can trust, uh, someone who can they can trust to. And yeah, obviously like the fourth part, but it's like, it's more commonly speaking. So I don't think like many people speak about this and um, it's a selling, selling your product. Uh, many marketing people speak about this. Still, I see this mistake is made sometimes that people are forgetting about CTAs, call to actions, like, okay, actually mentioning your product. Uh, it's not that common right now, but still like people, sometimes they are too much in this like storytelling and they actually to forget the tiny detail to tell more about their products. So yeah, I would say it's definitely, uh, the most crucial part here is to include all of them and to make sure mm. that you have all of them consistently in your content all the time. Mm. That's so true. I, I know had a, a session with a client recently and she's like mentioned her product in the, like talked about the what her product was about, but then didn't tell everyone what to do. She's like, oh, I yeah. see it now. And, mm -hmm. and for some, it's very obvious, but for a lot of us, it's not because we're just not used to promoting our services. We're used to helping people, but actually not getting, because people need, you need to lay it out to people. What do you want me to do? I don't understand. Like, tell me, because to us, it's obvious. Like, oh yeah, like the next step is to work with me. But to a lot of people that don't know you as well or, don't exactly. know what you actually do. I, I I had someone that joined my workshop and I reached out to them and I said, I went to look at their, I understood what they did because of their username. But when I looked at their profile, I was like, I don't know what you do. So mm -hmm. I had to go back to and say, look, I know what you do because of your handle. So that could yeah. be a reason why people aren't buying from you as well, because we don't know what you do. But when you're in it, it's so hard to see it, right? It's it's mm -hmm. It's very hard, but I love course, that you mentioned those like four people, elements. Yeah. Yeah. Especially for people who are not into marketing too much and they're like very into flow. They're like love the products. They want to share about this, but they're just forgetting these like small details. <laughs> yeah. And it's crazy how much of a difference it makes, right? So mm -hmm. what are our next steps? What, you know, um, you know, for those listening, how can we start to use this framework? We're like, all right, I need to, I need to implement this because I'm just not getting the sales or the conversion or even the connection with my audience because I know what you know as you mentioned before it's not the sale might not be the first thing but it could be that connection and when we connect with people we just don't know what that can lead to as well it could be a sale then some you know there's like those beautiful relationships that we make with people that they either mm -hmm. continue to buy for us or we collaborate or whatever that looks like so yeah what's the next step Mm -hmm. So the first step, if you want to try to implement this framework, would be uh, like to open Canva, open Miro, some of the tools, maybe just a notebook, and to lay down these four blocks. Uh, first of all, show your show the gap, uh, sell the idea, sell the expert, sell the product, and then put all the channels that you are using. Um, I would definitely recommend to be very specific with the channels. So, for example, if you're talking about the Instagram, I wouldn't recommend to put just okay like Instagram, YouTube newsletter, but in case of Instagram, for example, to put the channel as a separate channel. Uh, posts, stories, and reels because they're basically um, they're different channels. Yes, they're on one platform, but they also like communicate with a little bit different audience. The messages could be a little bit different. The positioning and the stories, like the stories, not the Instagram stories, but the stories in terms of storytelling, could be very different. 
And yeah, yeah, put in this channel. It could be the one that you also have, like maybe newsletter, maybe YouTube, maybe like some else, something else. Maybe even as I mentioned, live streams with the bloggers. And then you're starting to creating these metrics. Okay, so like how, like how should I, uh, like how should I sell my expertise in stories this day? Uh, how should I sell like the show the gap uh, in let's say in reels in posts or maybe like in one post you can mix like these three different blogs uh, to show it to people. And uh, like this, you're creating the metrics. So the main goal of this metrics, like it's not a content plan. It's not, you don't have to put like specific dates. You don't have to put in the calendar. It's mainly for you to lay down the strategy and in general to come up with a few ideas with a few different storytellings that you can actually present to your audience. And on after this, you can move to like actually content piece creations to put in this in the content plan. Um, and yeah, like if you wanna, if you wanna have a template for this framework, it will be easier for you to have like all the examples. Uh, you can just write me in DM. I will send you the link to Canva where I release this like framework already filled. You can see the examples of other people, and yeah, you can just use it as an example to fill it for yourself as well. Mm, I've I've seen it, everyone. You have to go and, and inbox Daria on Instagram because it's so cool, and it just it just helps you and I love that you say you can you know mix them together I imagine like there might be times where you're sharing the the the, the um ideal scenario or you know the what people are going to get and then you know it makes sense to promote the product off the back of it or I love mm-hmm. that I think it's really helpful for people to visualize because that was going to be one of my questions you know is is one post incorporating them all or and I mm-hmm. guess it just depends on what story you're sharing I imagine and what sure. message that you want to you want to deliver but I absolutely love it. And I think so many people, this is just like, it's just that moment where you're like, I get it. You know, like people mm-hmm. don't, a lot of people don't have content strategy. I know this for a fact. Mm-hmm, yeah. They don't have it documented down. They don't, they just post and hope for the best. It's it's pretty common in entrepreneurship. And I know things are evolving and changing, but I think with this kind of framework, it allows you to make those changes if you need to, but not feel stuck. You know, and mm-hmm. as you say, especially in your niche with uh, the, the, the the spiritual background, like we want to be in flow and this does allow for so much flow, but it just also allows for a little bit more of a system and a little bit more consistency. Exactly, yeah. Mm-hmm. So we uh, actually have a direction. I love this. I think this is amazing and very, very clear and helpful. And I'm actually going to have a think about it myself because even, you know, as marketers ourselves, like we're working on so many other beast people's businesses when it comes mm-hmm. to our own, we're often like, cool. Okay. My messaging is not as good as I've done for everyone else. So now I need to dedicate the time. I've had lots of conversations as well with a lot of service-based businesses that are like, um, oh yeah, so good at doing stuff for my clients, but cannot dedicate the time for myself. So I think this template that you've created is going to be very helpful because it's just, you know, we like things already half done. I think one of the things that you also mentioned, like it takes the guesswork out of what we're going to create, but it saves us a lot of time as well. And I think that's the biggest thing with content creation. And what I loved about like, um, you know, it's not necessarily the platform, it's the messaging. This allows Mm -hmm. for us to create more time because we're not worrying about content on all different channels. We're worrying about like we're focusing on what we're actually delivering, what message we're delivering. And then the channel comes next, which I think is very important and something that we miss because we Mm -hmm. often create for a specific channel and then we narrow ourselves in and then we have Mm -hmm. to create content for a different channel and it just takes so much time so is there anything that you want to add or something you want to mention before we wrap up because I just love everything you've shared and I imagine with all your marketing knowledge we, we we've just been so lucky to be able to have you on and chat about your experience and also what you're helping other people with now 
Thank you. Um, I think there is one thing that I wanted to add, like it's actually uh, common to what you said that, yeah, like what I see, like with people, especially in this industry, lots of people, they're very kind of, they want to have more sales. They want to have some kind of like marketing, but they're really afraid of this word like strategy or business or something like that sounds like very corporate, very boring, very like, I don't know, like very much not aligned with them. Uh, but meanwhile, this is where it's like the dilemma comes from one side. If you want to like expand your expand your work, and I'm not talking only about the money. Money is obviously important, but it's also about like in general about the impact that you make. The more people you reach, obviously, the more impact you will make in this world. Uh, you should have some kind of like structure, as you said. This is like you, just just posting random content. It works on a certain stage, but not always. But from the other side, you have this like okay, like you have this like gift you want to share. You want to be in the flow. You don't want to get burned out. You don't want to get like have to do two posts per day and to think about all these details. So it's very harsh, like for many people uh, in this industry to understand like how to mix these two things. And I think this is where is like this kind of frameworks that are very they're very helpful and what is important to understand that framework is just a framework like this framework or any other it's something that you can use to a little bit structure what you have in your like in your head but in general like you can adapt it any way that you want and you have to be able to like to create a roadmap yes roadmap strategy in import is important are important but strategy that is aligned with your values that is aligned with your pace as well like uh, how many days per, per week do you prefer to work like how much money do you want to make how many clients you have to do like to have uh because obviously it's also like the way that i'm working with my clients for example i can like for for someone i can lay down the strategy okay how to make like 100k per month in the next and now like three six months and to put like 100 uh, amazing great ideas that if they will be implemented it will bring like this amount of money but it just doesn't make sense like if the person are not willing to do this kind of work because like they don't want to get burned out they don't have enough resources um it just doesn't make sense so i believe that all the frameworks they have to be like they have to be very much adapted they have to be very much aligned with what you do and yeah like the most important like in this kind of job is that it should be it should be also give you pleasure and joy so yeah that's i think we're all why we're all in this niche that we are not working for the companies because we want to we want to enjoy our work <laughs> and to share what we have with other people Mm. Oh, I love that. I think that is an amazing way to end because like, it's so true. A lot of us adapt these formulas, which we we like framework. We don't like formulas yeah. and they burn yeah. out because as you mm -hmm. mentioned, the social media marketer, you know, she was posting twice a day, but can she sustain that? Maybe because that's her role. She's in social yeah. media, but all of us that aren't just in social media, where we're just social media is one element of our business. It's not sustainable. And we can mm -hmm. listen to all these gurus saying, you should be doing this, you should be doing that. But if it's not aligned to us, what is the actual point? So I love that. And that does come down as well to what we want, not what everyone else thinks we want. And th that, you know, those marketing messages make 10K in 10 days and all that stuff, mm -hmm. like, cool. I, you know, I'm sure it's possible, but with the expense of what, like how much you have to show up. And I imagine for spiritual-based businesses, it's a con it's such a contradiction because they want to live their lives and, and, and practice what they preach. Mm -hmm. But then they've got other people over here saying, yeah, but you have to show up every day or twice a day. Then it's, when are they going to have time to practice the things that they exactly. actually share? Yeah. And that's why having someone like you is amazing because you get it and you, you can really help um, this niche move forward in a way that's in alignment to them. So thank you so much for sharing all this. I loved it. 
always so aligned and I've loved being able to connect with you. So how can people find you and connect with you and learn more about what you do and how you can help? Yeah, so there is uh, my Instagram in the description of this podcast. So you can subscribe to my Instagram. Uh, As I mentioned, yeah, you can just write me a direct message and I'll send you the framework. And if you have any more questions about this framework or about marketing in general, just drop me a message and I would be happy to chat. So yeah, that would be the main way. Amazing. Thank you so much for joining. It's been so good to hear your framework. Thanks so much. I told you it was good. So message her if you want the framework. It's awesome. Now, one thing I loved about this episode is it really does align with what we're um, what we've launched in our brand awareness campaign that we have happening on Instagram at the moment and across our various channels. It's just more evident to see in Instagram when you click on the feed. But putting together all the different queens of content queen, and one of them being the chess piece, the queen on the chessboard. Now, what Dari explains is this strategic uh, type of marketing that essentially the the queen is very strategic. Chess is very strategic. And there's so many um, analogies we can have with this chess piece and content. Like, the queen is versatile, so we want our content to be versatile. That was something that Daria mentioned. We've got strategic positioning. Uh, we've also got the long-term strategy, which is what chess is about and the queen in chess. But then there's this element of protection that the queen has over the king. And if you think about your business being the king or you being the king, um, the queen, so whether it's your marketer, whether it's um, a strategy, is here to protect you and your business to then, of course, get that checkmate, which is conversion. So this is a really cool way of how that chess piece, the queen in the chess board, can relate back to your business and how strategy is so important in business and how having these frameworks for you is so critical. So we have an I am content queen, we are content queen campaign running at the moment just to show you how content marketing can help your business, how we at content queen can help your business. So the best place to see it sort of like unfold is Instagram because you'll be able to go to our page and like follow the journey, but it's going to be across all podcasts, social media, everything. Um, And the queen is the queen in chess is the start of the campaign. So check it out. Um, We'd love to know what you think about it. And it's just really showcasing this, we are content queen, we're here to help you and all these different moving parts of the queen. So um, I just wanted to share how what Daria spoke about can really be related in this game of chess in the queen, the queen playing the role in the chess. And everyone that I get coming on this podcast is the queen or king at what they do. And I love how they share it. So it's just really awesome to have Daria you know share this and kick off this campaign as well so be a content queen or king and remember that developing your strategy and story develops your business thank you so much for joining me today and please don't forget to share this with all your business and entrepreneurial friends you can do this by adding it to your instagram stories and tagging me at content queen mariah or just tell her about it if you're having a chitty chat just say hey i know a good podcast but if you're doing that and you have two minutes 
If you're on Spotify, please leave a five star. If you're on Apple, scroll down to the bottom, leave a five star and then click the little pen button. It's like got a pen with a little note thing attached to it and write a review. Share your experience with me. I'd love to hear how you how this podcast has helped you. And not only that, the more reviews I get, the more I show up in the charts. The more I show up in the charts, the more people contact me to join my podcast. And it just means amazing content for you. So it's like a pay it forward to get it back. So I would love for you to do that. Follow me on Instagram or TikTok. And yeah, let me know if there's any topics you want me to talk about. And you'll hear from us next week. Bye.